Hey, this is Redband, and you're listening to Kill Tony. Please subscribe to us on iTunes. Just search for Death Squad and hit subscribe. Also, go to our website, DeathSquad.tv, for all the links to everything you need, including the video portion of this podcast or the Death Squad store, ShopSquad.tv, where we have limited edition kitty cat t-shirts that are for sale. There's a few sizes left, but once they're gone, they're gone forever. We also have a studio auction that's going on right now. Uh, this is to help us stay uh, open because we don't have any money left. So if you are a fan and you don't like commercials and you like what we do here at Death Squad, please check us out at DeathSquad.tv. Click on Studio Auction. These are a bunch of items that are one of a kind, limited edition, things that, that you can impress your friends with, like a Death Squad cell phone case. Anyways, these all the money we get from this will help us out and help us pay the rent and help us pay the bills. So please check us out, DeathSquad.tv. Also, check us out live. We're going to be at Comic-Con 2014, July 23rd and 24th. July 23rd, we're doing Kill Tony and then a Thunder Pussy. And then July 24th, we're doing a comedy show, a Death Squad super show. And we're doing it at the American Comedy Co. again this year during Comic-Con. It's a lot of fun. A lot of people come out. It's going to be a big party. So check us out, DeathSquad.tv, or go to AmericanComedyCo.com. And now, here's a brand new episode of Kill Tony. Hey, this is Redman, coming to you live from the world-famous comedy store for a brand new episode of Kill Tony, Volume 2. Give it up for Tony Hitchcliffe! Yeah, everybody, dreams are coming true. How you guys doing tonight? Okie dokie, fuck yeah, that's fucking typical belly room energy after... Come on, doesn't that song about uh, the soft acoustic music that Brian plays right before the show get you guys heated up or what? Jesus Christ. Hey, we could go back to balls in the butthole if you I don't know why you. I don't know why you want to torture these people every time right before a show. But uh, it's very awkward. It's very interesting pent-up something. I don't know what that is. Issues of torturing a crowd before the show starts. You don't like acoustic uh, no. rap? No. Like rap there's a songs. reason why there's no successful acoustic rap because <laughs> it's garbage. Yeah, it's mixing true. two different things and it do- just doesn't come together well. But you know what does come together well? Hmm. Me and your friendships. That's right. This weekend, Brian and I were in Las Vegas, Nevada. Everybody. Yeah. Hell yeah. Okay. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. Don't actually have to clap for it, but I mean the half clap that you gave was more awkward than nothing at all. Um, but we had fun. It was crazy times. Fun shows in Vegas. Thank you, Vegas people, for coming out. A lot of fans of the show were there, and uh, we did Doug Loves Movies. That was a lot of fun. Yeah, Doug Loves Movies was great, and uh, our shows were great. And you know, like we only threw that show together in like a week, mm-hmm. and uh, it's still amazing. And even with such short time period, even with such horrible, uh, like the, the place that we played at didn't even have us on their website. They had Sam Tripoli for some reason on their yeah. website as a free show. There was like all these problems, but still like. 80, 80 people came out, you know, so that was really cool to. Can, be able I to don't do know. I, what's amazing is that we're living in an age where we can actually do that, you know, like comedians back in the day. I mean, I guess people read the newspapers and shit and like listen to radio ads, so right. they could only find out from so many ways, but it's great that we could just tweet some stuff and have people show up and have a lot of fun, so. Thanks, Vegas. That was yeah, fun. It was great. Exciting times. Uh, we also lost. You, you won 
money. Uh -huh. I, me and Sarah lost a lot of money. Vegas is, it's amazing because each time I go there, things are a little bit different. Like in the major slots are now Willy Wonka, <laughs> which is amazing, by the way. It's incredible. <laughs> How much did you win that you won on one slot machine? You won something like $250 yep. or something like that. <laughs> yep. And I didn't even hit the button. It was very, very shady. Really? I, I remember at the moment, Tiana was to my left, and you had just gone like back left, and I saw you sitting in an American Idol slot machine, and I was hitting go, go, go. I mean, we're just jumping from slot to right. slot, but I remember turning around and not hitting the button and going, hey, Brian, uh, what do you have to sing to win on that slot machine? And then I heard Sarah Tiana, who's where you're sitting right now, she just goes, oh, my God, Tony, look! And then hit my slot what? machine, and it's just like 209. The thing's just going, ticka, 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 ticka. Yeah. I love that noise of Vegas winning. And it just keeps going. M-L-I-N-G. Hashtag mling. Yeah. And, and it sucks. It's weird because all the, the slot machines are all digital now. They have like, like, like cameras on. Some of them have cameras on them so that they can see if you're smiling or not. So the whole time I'm trying to hack it, I'm like... Man, this casino sucks. They don't yeah. pay out anything. Yeah. Brian had the strangest conspiracy that you could talk to the slot machine. <laughs> so there he is. He's just like, man, I'm not winning anything. It, I think I'm going to leave this casino. <laughs> he's like, people walking around think, well, they thought we were all crazy because I was at the Willy Wonka machine and all of a sudden I, they have these songs that play, you know, that bring it back. And then there I am every time I would win on Wonka, just like, and you'll be in a world of pure imagination. <laughs> yeah. And I had that in my head all weekend. So I was singing Willy Wonka all weekend in Vegas. Yeah. Started smoking cigarettes again. Thank you very much. Yeah. I took six months off of cigarette smoking, and now I am back and stronger Vegas. than ever, people. <laughs> That's right. One month until my 30th birthday. Am I going to quit then? Probably not. <laughs> I'm back, and I'm a mean, badass motherfucker smoking cigarettes, just like the villain I've always been told that I could be. And it's mostly because of the Golden Nugget. We stayed in old downtown Vegas. First time I ever really stayed there. Yeah, we which, stayed at the which is basically like staying in a pack of Marlboro yeah, Lights. Yeah, the smoking rooms there, it's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> That was pure smoke. That was like the room was smoking a cigarette. That's where people from all around the country that are good at smoking cigarettes go to smoke <laughs> cigarettes. It's like, it's like the Comic-Con of cigarettes, downtown Las Vegas. I tell you, it's great smoking in bed, though, like half asleep, <laughs> drunk with a fucking cigarette. I couldn't bring it's myself so to do that on opening weekend. That's like, uh, that's like uh, being on a first date with a chick and just like going down on her ass during a movie. <laughs> no, guys? You haven't done that before? All right. Yes. Um, these chicks love that one. They fucking can't even look at me after that. They're like, oh, my God, it's, that's my dream. <laughs> Everybody loves having their butt eaten out, people. So until you can admit that to yourself. Do you? Really? Well, I mean, I'm not, I, I can't. Uh, do you like I, a little finger? I can't speak for myself, but I mean, <laughs> nobody can truly just admit that they like it. That's just like part of the code of butt eating. I I will not. I will not allow a woman near my butt. You're That's so you're literally full of shit. No, um, no, I really won't. That's awful. That's a horrible area. 
I don't want. I've seen it. Like when I'm in hotel if rooms. If a woman, but uh, but if a woman snuck it on you, it's not like she's going to be like, "I'm going to eat your ass out now." Warning, warning, ass eating taking place. I would gonna... I would throw her head against the wall and run All away. All right, well, that's domestic <laughs> violence, Brian. And that, after throwing a girl's head against the wall, is the best time to eat her ass because I'll eat her ass. I just I mean, my ass. I mean, have you ever like the best part is like if you stay at a hotel, you could lay on the counter and just like open up your butt and look. Because the mirror's so big, and just look at it. It's the only place to look at your oh butthole. Jesus, I almost fell off the stage. That's God telling you you shouldn't have <laughs> talked about that. Um, no, I haven't done that. I don't spread my cheeks and lay on a counter, yeah. did you say? The what? counter in the bathroom. You know how the bathrooms in hotels are really big mirrors with really long counters? It's the per- and it's super bright. And they sometimes even have that second mirror that you can really freak your ass out. And like you just lay there, open up a cheek, and you can look at it. It's so perfect. Okay, it's like the best butthole. Let's rebuild to where we were right. a few <laughs> seconds ago, and everybody was able to uh, pay attention to what was happening. Uh, this is a very eccentric crowd tonight. I'm very glad to have you guys here. I could tell uh, some of us may have smoked pop before this. Um, <laughs> as people's... Fuck yeah. Anyway, um, I'm very excited. Last week was so much fun. We had Rowdy Roddy Piper swing in uh, for a moment and give some amazing advice. Wow, that yeah. was history. And I'm very excited about this week as well. Our Patriot this week is a returning Patriot. Considered by many to be one of the best heads of security we ever had. Worst producers. One of the worst <laughs> producers in podcast history, without a doubt. And one of our favorites here at the Comedy Store overall as a human being. Um, but the last time he was the Patriot was in our fun La Jolla episode, and he is back in Hollywood to do it again. Put your hands together for the one and only Iron Josh, everybody. <laughs> wow. Got a drink. Good. You look good? I look good. I feel horrible. Why do you feel horrible, Josh? Uh, because I feel like I still can't beat anyone up with this suit on. It's true. I can maybe blind them. That's about it. It's true. And I have a broken light. <laughs> wow. I have a broken voice and a broken light. I'm like half working right now. The robot voice actually helps your speech impediment. You can barely tell that uh, you can't say R's or L's. Well, maybe I should just wear the helmet all the time. That's true. Yeah, it would be good. You should wear a helmet all the time. <laughs> It'd probably be good for you. Uh, Iron Josh, do, do you ever let a girl go eat your ass out before? Have you uh, ever you an ass play? No, but I like eating a girl's ass. Yeah. How much do you like it? Um, you know. No, I don't know. That's why I just asked you, you dumb fuck. She, you know. I, I that's like not a, an answer like to a question. Okay, let's put it this way. Like, if you had to... If, <laughs> like, I grew into it, though. I didn't used to like eating girls' asses. I was kind of scared of it also. Let, let's say you're down on a girl for 10 minutes. How much of that time is spent on the vagina? How much is spent on the nugget of love? The golden nugget. The brown. So we're, we're imagining that I'm actually with a girl. All right, a guy. All right, how uh, ten minutes sucking a guy's dick? Uh, <laughs> uh, I don't know. I. All right, Josh Martin, everybody. He's the patriot this week. He's an improvisational guru, as you could tell. I mean, he just really just rolls with everything. Doesn't realize that there is no wrong answer. 
um, while wearing a robot suit. When you're in Robots are supposed to be smart, Josh. Do you know that? <laughs> Not many robots I've heard go, no, I don't know. Oh, nothing on that, people? Did we forget where we that were? My side. I guess so. I love your camel toe, by the way. That outfit's <laughs> just a little bit too short on you. really rides up high. <laughs> I love that. You gotta show the ladies the jump. <laughs> there you go. Fuck yeah. Maybe he is, maybe he is straight after all. Um... So thank you, Josh, for, uh, for being part of the show. He's going to be keeping us safe from people just in case anything crazy happens. If any tonight. girls decide to attack us, he might be able to do something. Yeah. Probably not. How was you, what was your weekend like, Josh? Anything crazy happen? Uh, I got attacked by a, a, very, a gay guy. Ooh, that's Proud exciting. <laughs> like, like, did he put you on the ground and just go to town or what? Uh, no, he threatened us bit. Oh. oh. Me HIV. Oh. <laughs> wow. Looks like you're starting battles that. Uh, yikes. That's scary. Is that 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 that's probably really illegal. That's probably like almost having a gun. Oh, it's definitely gun. illegal. Yeah. Why don't you do something about it? Why don't you call the police about it? Uh, you know. Yeah, that sounds like a good thing to do. Just I'm wearing an Iron Man costume. I don't think I can be taken serious in this costume. Well, take off the costume. Right. This is me. This is, I look better in this costume. Josh, I don't think you really understand exactly what's going on here tonight. <laughs> I know. <So. laughs> very, very fun. I can't imagine how, uh, how this must feel to the very, very stoned audience. It's just like, what the fuck is that thing there, and why is it so confused? But uh, thanks, Josh, for everything. A couple weeks ago, he spilled vodka on me. Tequila. Tequila. Good. There you go. There you go. You're finally right about something. The thing that you spilled on me. Guys, let's get to the point, shall we? <laughs> Tonight's guests are uh, two of my favorite people. As always, I have two of my favorite comedian friends here to uh, chat with everybody and the comedians that get on the show. Um, this week's no different. A guy that I've been trying to get on from the very beginning. Uh, oh, both of them. And here they are. Ladies and gentlemen, the great Steve Simone and Jason Galern, everybody. Two of my funniest friends. Here they come. Steve Simone and Jason Galern. It's like, it's like the Royal Rumble. They're coming out in intervals, and I like that. <laughs> Two of my funniest friends. How you guys doing? Good. Thanks for coming on. It's Thanks good for to having me. I'm very excited to uh, be on. Last week, Roddy Piper was here, and you're friends with Roddy Piper, Steve. Yeah, it's oh. the best thing ever. Yeah. We get to live out our childhoods at nighttime when, uh, every time he comes here. <laughs> yeah, it's the craziest thing in life. So much fun. Yes. Right? Like, you ever have that moment where you're like, how did this happen? Every single time I see him, I can't believe that I'm friends with him. Yeah, it's the best. It's insane. It's like being, you know, being friends with a pro wrestler that you watched when you were a kid is like making friends with, like, Mickey Mouse or something like yeah, that in like, real life. Or like a member of the X-Men or something. Yeah. Like, you're real. Mm -hmm. You're my friend. We're both huge pro wrestling fans. Jason Galern. What's up, buddy? How you doing? I, li I also like uh, Rowdy Roddy Piper. I mean, yeah. I mean, before you, I remember him hitting that dude with a fucking coconut. Jimmy Superfly Snooker, yes. bro. Day I became a man. Yeah. Uh, do you rem remember that? Because he must have been yeah, really like fucking 10. young. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, nobody came to help. 
yeah, that's that when I went, the world sucks. Yeah. He knocked Snuka out with that coconut. Yeah, it was <laughs> real. You fucked his ass up. In real life. Yeah, like, it was totally he was real. Unconscious. That was racist. That was racist. If you did that today, shit would go down. What was I missed it. What was racist? When he hit him with a coconut. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's totally. Very much so. But, uh, so yeah, that's fun times. How's things been going? Good? Yeah, life's awesome, bro. Jason? I was just telling Steve-O, it's like, yeah, it's all good. I think maybe, like... You should have mixed him and me up because aren't we supposed to be a fucking dick or something? No. Okay. We got, <laughs> sounds like Steve so fucking nice. And I'm not as nice as Steve O, but I can You're be nice. The best. But no, you guys no, are very so. nice. You don't so have that to be you planned that. at all. Yeah. At 3.30 today. <laughs> of course. <laughs> Improv. All right. Good cops, bad cop. All right, okay. I like it. <laughs> and you know these are all your fans here, T? I love it. Hey, guys. Are these the Daryly comics out front? What's happening? You got to clue me in here. I'm no not exactly. I can't really tell who's who exactly. Right. It's hard. It's hard to tell. Sometimes I'll think that they're fans of the show, and then I pull a name out, and they just start <laughs> running up. Oh, on these stage. are the fucking comics. I'm retarded. All right, sorry. Well, some of them, yeah. That's a, it's all a thing. All right. Fun fact: I actually uh, lost my virginity virginity to uh, uh, WWE or uh, uh, <laughs> WrestleMania. No way. Yeah, it was on in my friend's <laughs> basement. <laughs> <laughs> and he was watching it upstairs, and I was watching it downstairs. We both had dates, and uh, <laughs> and I just remember there's one part like this is awesome. Then looking over and, and seeing like Hulk Hogan going, "Oh my God, what's he gonna do?" <laughs> 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 it was whatever one that was in like the nine, ninety one. I just love the fact 91. that you and your buddy were so selfish that you double dated and watched WrestleMania during yeah. it. Like ordered a seventy dollar pay per view and had some chicks come over. Yep, that's awesome. Yeah. That is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> what better time than uh, WrestleMania to lose your virginity? Now, Jason, you're a teacher. I am. And you're in session right now, right? Like, it's like school In time. session? I've, I haven't been in session for 20 fucking years, but in session. Uh, I, we get out. Yeah, it's like, you know, I don't want to get too, I don't want to get fucking shit canned. But yeah, it's, uh, I get out. I get out in a month for a month. It used to be I teach a year fucking around, and then they finally the union stepped up. And we get a month off. That's Any great. teachers tonight in the fucking crowd? Yeah. Smart crowd. Have <laughs> you ever had? Have you ever had a student? Wait, what? What, what, what grades do you teach? Uh, just like burned out fucking high school kids. Okay, so <laughs> have you ever had like a a student then like contact you after they graduated, like a girl or something like that on Twitter and be like, oh, Jim. Um, no, and no, no, like, oh. no. I mean, I teach. Uh, actually, I did. I taught all pregnant Latinas for about a year and a half. But I, <laughs> but I had so they were already knocked up. So uh, I had to get the fuck out of there though. So now I teach all boys. So um. absolutely not. I love pussy. Round of applause for pussy, everybody. <laughs> Jason definitely yeah. loves pussy. Love to eat pussy. I think we all love pussy. This is no a doubt. this is a pro pussy panel. Yeah, <laughs> it truly is. It truly is. I mean, Brian, Brian, too, for Brian sure. even fucks during WrestleMania. <laughs> that's amazing. <laughs> the time that all guys take a few <laughs> hours off that's of ever fucking. Been done. Yeah. You guys both have two hot Latina girlfriends, man. That's about as hot as it fucking gets. <laughs> Colombian, Mexicana, nice work there. It's very fun. We yeah. uh, we're we're I trying yeah, to yeah. Uh, get green cards. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know what that we means. We started up a second business. <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> <laughs> terrible. Love it, Josh. Do you have any questions for our uh, for our guest tonight? Um, in the theme of the show, I, I say same question for both of you. Uh, do you like to eat assholes? Is this for uh, both of, yes. both yeah. of you? <laughs> so in any order, you guys yeah. can yeah. answer. Yeah, the guess. I'm sorry. We went over this shit. <laughs> yes, I love to eat ass. I love to eat pussy. 
And I, I normally eat a girl's pussy, then her ass, but I won't go back to her the pussy because I don't want to give my wife an infection. <laughs> so I, I'm, I'm well-versed in all that. Love to eat ass, finger ass, suck on the clit, all that. Man. I've, never, I've never told that to a retarded superhero <laughs> before, but it's the first time for everything, yeah. You, you know what's funny is that's so true, but sometimes, man, it's just fun doing like that slip and slide thing where oh, you just grab it. Like, yeah. Down, like north, yeah, south. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> sure. It's so great because you're covering like it all bases. It feels very good to you for a chick, yeah. So, just the fact that we try to keep her from a fucking. I love the fact that infection. Steve has to follow this. <laughs> the, the nicest. Just being here, I feel like I'm doing something wrong. <laughs> the nicest, most gentle man that I know is about to have to follow slip and slide pussy <laughs> ass pussy ass pussy ass dude I remember, I remember when i was in high school dice had this great album it was called the day the laughter died mm-hmm. and i was like 15 years old and i just remember him going ass eating an art form i think so <laughs> i was like oh my god this guy's the best yeah. <laughs> dice is the fucking you still haven't answered the fucking yeah, question yeah yeah i, I guess that. sure why not if she's hot enough right but not like any random chick. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's not, not your first move. That's not first base to you. No. That's, no, have you no. have you ever turned the car around like you're gonna go eat the ass? And you're like, oh shit! <laughs> turn, the, turn the car around. Whoops! It is. Why? You mean because there's shit or your yeah, ass is gnarly or not? What? Right. You know. It's kind of like. What's right. not right? When it's like when you go out to your car and you, you, you notice that there's glass on the ground and you're like, what's... And it takes you a couple seconds to realize your car got broken into. It's kind of like one of those things. Not well, really. I've been married for uh, fucking 16 years, so the answer is absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Just kidding, Jess. She doesn't watch podcasts. I'm good. No, it's all good. Eat ass, eat pussy. Come, 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 come. All right. I love that. You should run for president on that platform. <laughs> Pussy Eaters of America. There you go. And you guys have been doing stand-up a long time, right? Long fucking time. So long, in fact, that I don't even know what's funny anymore, so uh, I'm probably sh- another reason I shouldn't be doing this right now. But anyway, <laughs> it happens. Another six years, you'll fucking... How long have you been doing stand-up, Jason? 95 is when I started, so it's coming up on 20 fucking years. Yeah, wow. that is 20 sweet. years. How about I've eat a- eaten ass before that, too, though, so... <laughs> It's a whole theme. Yeah, I've been married a long time, teaching a long time, gigging a long time, just going to ride it out. You have such a young spirit. Get I mean, the you, fuck you, off the planet. You're barely ever wearing a shirt. Yeah, like. I know I dressed up tonight. <laughs> no, I mean, I fucking have young kids. I teach young kids. I love young comics. I love old comics. It's just one long fucking road, man. That's cool. One long fucking trip. It's all good. How about you, Steve? How long have you been doing stand-up? Uh, really doing it since about 2000. But I've tried to did some more open mics before that. But 2000, I said, fuck everything. This is what I want to do. Fuck yeah. And moved here. <laughs> well, I love it. So we're locked and loaded. Uh, guys, I'm so excited to be doing this with you guys because I love Thank you. Thank you, too. This is fucking Thank brilliant. you for having me. Round of applause for Tony, everybody. What a great idea for a fucking podcast. This is great. Thank Why didn't I think of this? Yeah, we're going to have fun, guys. Comedians sign up, and many did tonight, for the opportunity to get uh, one minute on stage. You know that one minute is up when you hear that sound of a kitty. <laughs> oh, how cute. You better wrap it up then, because if you go over your time, you're going to bring out the angry West Hollywood bear. <laughs> Right. <laughs>
lot happening there. The bear is furious tonight, people, so don't bring him out. End it when you hear the cat, and we'll all be safe, because Brian is very quick on that button. <laughs> he cannot wait to release the bear. Um, he is the key master. So let's get this thing started, shall we? This is episode 51 of Kill Tony. Ow, 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 ow! Your first comedian tonight will go by the name of Jason Van Glass. That's good. Great to be here. All right. Love your enthusiasm. I've actually been having a uh, pretty good week. Uh, I don't want to brag, uh, but I was actually just named one of LA's top 10 comedians to watch, according to an article I wrote for my blog. Uh, and I was number seven, which is pretty good, I think. <laughs> yeah. I don't have much time left. Maybe you guys can help me out with something uh, before I go. Uh, how can I tell my girlfriend she needs to lose weight? Because she listens to this podcast, and this can't be the best way of telling her. <laughs> I'm just kidding. She doesn't listen to this podcast. You can play that cat noise now. I'm not saying anything. Okay. Yeah. Fuck yeah, Jason Van Glass. That's very fun. Um, how long have you been doing stand-up? Three years. Nice. All in L.A.? Yeah. Are you from L.A.? No, but I started here. Where are you from? I'm from the East Bay of Northern California. Cool. What city? Orinda. Orinda. That's oh, why wow. I say the East Bay. I, I love the mic technique. That's Thank fine. you. It's my patented technique. <laughs> if you're listening at home, I have the mic stand rested on my foot. Yeah. That's great. Don't you have video to this, too? Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Cool. They're watching it, brother. Mm -hmm. Are you a musician? No. You like rock and roll? Not really. <laughs> you just have cool hair. All right. That's good. That's interesting. I like the bit about the... Th you have good. You're a good joke writer. The uh, what was your first bit? <laughs> the blog. How no, but you said I'm number seven. One of Very LA's funny. Top 10 then, and then you watch. say it's almost like a Bill, oh, a Bill Hicks bit. But who's number six or whatever? Who's number five or whatever? Sure. You tag that up a little bit. Yeah, Tony, you you're the joke doctor. Tell no, him. No, that, that's that, that's you're dead on with that. Only I mean, six is blah blah blah. There's definitely more to add to that, you know. I mean, it's you're ripping off Bill Hicks, but at least you're ripping off a fucking <laughs> the best, but. You remember you know the bit I'm talking about? No. He has one says, like uh, uh, the fifth largest army in the world was Iraq or whatever. The Hari Christians were the fucking sixth largest army in the fucking world. I just botched a Bill Hicks joke. Now I can fucking pick on <laughs> But you know, that's what I'm saying. It's like you can keep tagging it. But the self deprecating shit's really funny. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. And you got cool hair, so Yeah, your hair's super cool. Super cool. You're not into rock at all? Punk rock? Music? I mean, I'm not passionate about it. Anime? <laughs> no. Nihongo ga Are you gay? Are you gay? Uh, I am asexual. You're asexual, okay. This is not the way I wanted to come out. <laughs> okay, there we go. I love you, mom. That's all right, that's good. Talk about that, right? I mean, what the fuck do I know? But that's your, you know. I do talk about that sometimes. Okay, cool. Yeah. Are you a brony? No. <laughs> It's interesting. You don't have many of the stereotypes that somebody with your haircut has. Thank you. They're, yeah. It's so true. Wait, You're what like is, a rebel. Hold on, T. Excuse me. What is asexual? I've all, I mean, I love Morrissey, love the Smiths. So I don't understand that. Means I'm I mean, when you beat not. off, who do you think about? You must beat off. I'm just not DTF. 
Uh, not that into it. DTF? Uh, he's not down to fuck. He's into God. I'm so confused right now. You like so, men. You, you're, uh, you think about men, though. You've thought about No, men. I don't. You've thought about women, then? Uh, I would say I'm oriented towards women, but okay. uh, just not into it. Interesting. Cool. You're not, you don't blow loads much? Uh, certainly not into men or women, no. Uh, wow, incredible. How old are you? Uh, that's a secret. <laughs> this is Los Angeles. Let's get real. Well, you're going to have to start sucking dick to make it, so <laughs> you better pick it up quick, Captain. That's yeah. interesting. Uh, no, that's, no, I'm probably like low, you have a low sex drive, probably. Or, yeah. re- or religion. Okay, interesting. No, I'm not religious. Oh. A lot of soy in your diet? <laughs> a fair amount, but... <laughs> there is? I was born this way. Oh, nice. a, he's a monster. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's, that's cool as shit. You're, yeah, that's cool, man. I love I your mean, style, man. There's something very like Elvis Costello, except with a different haircut, uh, about you. <laughs> you seem like an executive to me, a comedy executive or something. You, you ever thought about going that route, or you love comedy? Oh, I'd rather do it. I'd rather do it. Well, you're funny. You're a fucking great yeah. joke writer. Yeah. Good Try jokes. pussy, though, man. You'd love that shit, for sure. <laughs> or something. Try something. Try something. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's half the reason fucking people do mm-hmm. this shit, to get fucked, right? right. I mean, you know. Yeah. Why once you, again, what do I know? Why do you, uh, what, what, what are your goals in stand-up? Like, what do you, you want to do? Well, it's not the pussy. Uh, I just grew up watching so much comedy. It's the one thing I care most about. Uh, my goal is to do comedy in any capacity uh, with my life. Cool. It's beautiful. I like your style. Jason Van Glass, thanks for coming on the show. Thank you, Jay, very much. Thanks for having me. Keep being honest, Thank you. Yeah, that's it. He was very honest. honest. True. Don't lose that honesty, dude. Yeah, that's 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 a secret. That's great advice. To all comedy, honesty. Because it is very, very, those, those, yeah, interesting answers. Yeah. I don't, have you ever. It's a great interview. You don't don't really meet many people that just don't give a shit about pussy. Or they're fucking liars. I mean, I think that guy's for real. Like, he doesn't want to come, which is amazing. Yeah. I think maybe there was it's sort of awesome if you think about it like not <laughs> having your balls control you sounds like heaven to me yeah. you know what I mean like That's balls true. control the fuck out of a brain so if you don't have that it just seems like a bonus seems That's like true. an edge yeah, you have all that you time to load you, then you can clear your fucking so he's clear all the time it's very zen no cum must be. Maybe just coming nonstop. He has like a, he has like a Ziploc bag taped around his dick right now. Yeah, and like he just an, has to fill it up. It's like an IV drip coming out of his penis. <laughs> Something's happening. I think I we got about 98% truth there. Something's going down. Jason is Jason Van Glass on Twitter. So uh, one more time for Jason. Everybody. Ow, ow! Get another one up here, shall we? Your next comedian is Rashid Stevens. Oh, snap! I don't see Rashid, so that means he just got blacklisted. Or Jason's sucking his dick right now. Something, maybe. (laughs) We turned Jason out. All right. Put your hands together for Joe Marisi. All right, Joe. Thanks, guys. Uh, guys, I don't really like the gas stations in this town. Uh, the automatic switch doesn't quite, quite click right. 
Nobody picks up a squeegee anymore. You know, when, when do we get so busy? Nobody's got two minutes to pick up a squeegee anymore. And then, and then why is there still a middle gas option at gas station? You know, who's buying up all the middle gas? You know, do you ever drive to the gas station and think to yourself, you know, I, I hope medium's pretty reasonable today. I might get some medium. You know, if it's about three eighty nine, I might do medium today. I don't know. <laughs> you know, I've never read an owner's manual to any car that's like the regular gas. Uh, you're gonna want to stay away from that. Probably some dirt and some grime in there. The premium? Why would you want that kind of spectacular performance? This car will cruise on the medium grade. <laughs> Wow. Good job, man. That is awesome. I love that. I've never even noticed that about the medium grade. <laughs> N- normally, normally there's things that I see, and it's like I, I, I think I'll get to it. You know what I mean about writing, and I'll just notice it being wacky and not think to getting to it. That's something I haven't even noticed, and you, yeah, that's it's sort of mind blowing that I, you, it's either that one or it's that one, but it's yeah. never the middle, like. Yeah seems like there is a lot there that seems like it has major serious potential you're already tapped into it but it's like what kind of i uh, the question i would want to that i would ask is what kind of car takes the middle grade you know is it like a old luxury car sure are you the gas man gas has like different engines need different gas you can't like like my car i can't put cheap gas on it right but i don't have to go all the way to the high but i can go to the medium i just can't do the cheapest one so okay. so some of them are just like just don't get the cheapest like the cheapest one is for just basic cars. Right. Like, I was thinking know. more of the joke answer right. of the question. <laughs> uh, not the technical <laughs> not the not the exact type of I wasn't like curious for that reason. I was thinking. But no, I, I that is enlightening. Uh because I didn't even really notice the button before. But I know that uh what, so it's unleaded and it's premium. What's that one called? Regular? Oh, it's super. I think oh yeah, super. Yeah. yeah, it's different everywhere. It's you know different names. Yeah. Super. <laughs> like there's probably something in that. Like there's yeah. premium. Right. So what you know? Regular. Super. Super. Like what, premium. Is super. Is. <laughs> Is super un- just unleaded until it gets into a phone booth and turns into, <laughs> you know, like, I don't know, play around with his hybrid it's, bit. It's, it's funny it's that killer. you mentioned Superman because that bit reminded me very much of like a Seinfeld type bit. It was clean as a whistle, was observational. Everybody could relate to it. And it was like halfway between Seinfeld and uh, Sebastian, who I think yeah. is also very similar. So great Nick DiPaolo. Yeah, Nick DiPaolo. Really funny. Yeah, I can see you writing bits like just you're very individualistic, just like that. About everything. Really yeah, funny, it's man. Funny, funny, and you figured out a way to do a bit in a minute, which is fucking impossible. So who Amazing. knows what else you're capable of? That's awesome stuff. Are all these comics this great that you're pulling out of the fucking <laughs> yeah, head? He's always, awesome. he's always good. You were on last episode also, and it was really, really good. Uh, but uh, how long have you been doing comedy again? It uh, started six years ago. Yeah, you can tell you. you, you, you how, how, how big of a set do you say you have right now? Like a, I like to say 20. Yeah. When, uh, what's the longest set you've done? Uh, about 25. Really? Yeah. That's cool. What was the thing in the beginning about the squeegee? Just, uh, I don't really see people picking up squeegees anymore. <laughs> At the gas station. Yeah, I'd like to see more people 
That's how I wash my car. That's called a Jewish yeah, car my, wash. Yeah. That's what I do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hmm. You're you're material like you seem like you could be a dick on stage, which, which could work for you. But you seem like a really nice guy. Yeah. That's, uh, could you get angry and like? Yeah, uh, that's just my voice comes off. <laughs> comes off as angry, but yeah, I am. Nice. You're a super nice guy. That's I good. am. Yeah. Because your material could, could go either way, and it would it work either way. You're really funny, man. Yeah. Thanks. Thank you. Gas station stuff's fun. Everybody can relate to that. (laughs) I thought of, uh, you know what's funny is I once noticed that I was inside of a Sebastian joke Uh at one time when I was at the gas station. If you guys don't know, Sebastian's one of the The great comedians in the world who's not like completely blown up yet, you know what I mean? And he's just so fucking funny. But anyway, um, and it's not like he has this bit. He's never done a bit. I've never heard him do a bit about it. But uh-huh. I noticed that I was inside of one one time because I was behind a guy in a gas station. And uh, and the lady at the counter asked him, what pump are you? And he had to start looking out the window and doing this <laughs> thing and trying to figure <laughs> out. And then Sebastian always just is always in control of a situation. He always knows and everybody else is stupid. <laughs> so I was sitting there. I was standing behind him as he's doing this thing, this moron, trying to look. Oh, I'm pump seven. And then <laughs> Sebastian, I could just picture him going, doing it. I always know what pump I am. <laughs> you ask me what pump I am, I tell you it's pump four. I already got the cash in my hand. I know. Like, it's like he always is just like, what are you, stupid? He is fucking great for (laughs) sure. And you know what's great about this guy's bit? You would think if somebody's going to do a bit on gas, they they would complain about the prices. Right. But you found other things that are going (laughs) about the gas station, which is great. These guys don't need help. They're all fucking... Yeah, they're awesome. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks. Okay, well, then, uh, thanks, Jason. That's the end of the uh, episode. (laughs) Thank you so Uh, much, Joe Murray. You can do a car podcast now with uh, Brian. Joe, thank you so much. Joe Marisi. Yeah, everybody. Joe. It's great. Bring in the thunder. Once again, that's Joe Marisi on Twitter, at Joe, M-A-R-R-E-S-E. Fucking. Can't you he, pick a no talent here? Tell he me. noticed that. He noticed that. Uh, he noticed that middle gas pump. <laughs> <laughs> Squeegee's a funny word, too. Yeah, squeegee is a funny word. I always use it. It's one of my favorite things to do is to clean my windows at the gas station or else I'll stand there annoyingly just waiting. So I just put the clip on. The, like, I don't even pay attention to how much gas I put in. I never make it all the way to full. I'm just so impatient that I'll put that in, lock it in, squeegee the windows, and by the time I make it back, that's how much gas I end oh, up getting. Great. So it's like I'll always have three quarters of a tank. But I love squeegeeing my windows. It's like a shower. It's like a refreshing squeegee view on the... Squeegee juice? <laughs> Can see Sebastian say that? <laughs> totally. Who cleans the squeegee juice? <laughs> How do you even tell your parents you do that? Aren't you embarrassed? <laughs> this is a new name, I do believe. Put your hands together for Zach Teagan. What's that? There it is. Be right from the front. That's awesome. What's up, Zach? What's going on? So, um, yeah, honestly, I'm upset about, <clears throat> I like to moonwalk like any other guy, you know? <laughs> I just don't like Michael Jackson music. And the thing is, is Michael Jackson made the moonwalk incompatible with any other music. And it's it's upsetting. I've tried, man. I mean, I've tried. You can't moonwalk to ACDC. I've tried, man. It's like, Becky Black, I hit the sack. I got nine lives.
cat's eyes. <laughs> I can't do it. I can't do it. You can't walk. You can't moonwalk to Steve Miller. Some people call me the Space Cowboy. <laughs> so, you can almost walk to. Uh, you can almost moonwalk to uh, Paradise City, and it goes a little bit. <laughs> Take me down to the Paradise City where the grass is green. I can't. I can't. Just can't moonwalk. I'm sorry. I just can't moonwalk. But the saddest thing I ever saw was a fat girl standing red in the sun, just waiting. Just Getting to the point to where it makes it so the audience is completely uncomfortable when it happens. It used to be one of the funnier parts of the show, but now. Um, okay, so let's get into it. You wanted uh, you wanted mediocre talent. You got it, Jason. Ah, you're the best. No, you're no, brilliant, Jason. No, I was mean, was that a real? Think, was that the? Did you hit a button or was that the real response? <laughs> that sounded like a button. That's so fun. Oh, I thought the set was. The premise is fucking great. Right. I would just retool the shit. I and mean, your commitment is amazing. Yeah. yeah, well, I mean, take down the commitment because you said you can't moonwalk to these two tracks and then you proceeded to fucking moonwalk to yeah. the two tracks. So it's like, just do the bit. So you can't, you can't do it, whatever. But I mean, I'm not a huge fan of physical comedy. I mean, you could just write jokes about that all fucking day. Really funny. I mean, it's a great premise. Thank you. I'm going to steal yeah. it. Thanks. This is my first time. I've never done no that. No way. This is really? your first time on stage? Wow, Zach Teague and wow, everybody. Wow, we popped wow, another wow, cherry. Wow, wow, In that case, Sorry. it's amazing. Dude, that's by the great. Way. Big time. Big it time. just went from a two to a ten <laughs> immediately. <laughs> just one piece of baby advice. Yeah. Move the mic stand. Yeah. And just get it out of your way. And the microphone yeah. should be about that far from your mouth at all times. Because you were like this the whole time. Uh, For sure. Okay, just okay. fundamentals. Yeah. Okay. I decided to break my cherry and get up here and do it. Yeah, that's for awesome. sure. That's hardest for part. Sure. 15 years in my head wanting to do this. Wow, wow. man, that's, that's amazing. Awesome. That's amazing. That that's is amazing. so fucking Dude, cool. That's great. And he probably loves pussy, too. <laughs> oh, yeah. You can You're tell. You're a two-time winner. <laughs> when you know how to moonwalk, you love pussy. No, stay here, Zach. We're going to talk with you. Yeah, more. to do that your first time, to have the balls to do a physical bit is... I, I could never Sing. do that. I still yeah. can't do that. It's amazing. Bobby Lee said that uh, you're going to suck. Doesn't matter. Just get up and do it. Yeah. So I, I suck for you guys. <laughs> Did you? Is that green light on that mic? Is it off the whole time? Yeah, it's on. Yeah, it's on. Yeah, it's on. Oh, okay. It's just quiet, I guess. Um, Fifteen years. So why? What fucking took so long, man? You know, I was abused as a kid, and I think it clouds your judgment a little bit. Uh, wow. Yeah. And, uh, wow. It, well, that was good. See, that was I don't good. know, man. Half the comics here have been molested, yeah, and they sure. started early. So I don't know if that's an excuse. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's right. one of your fucking excuses. I don't know, man. Dude, I, that's a great opening line, by the way. Yeah. What you just said. Uh, I've just been afraid. I don't know. Why. It's really great if he opens up with "I got abused as a child" <laughs> and goes straight into the Michael Jackson. <laughs> I mean, that's so fitting. If there that, you go. If that's not Brilliant. Your Brilliant. Deep psychology uh, coming yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, that's heavy. Did Michael Jackson abuse you? <laughs> Did he make you moonwalk backwards? <laughs> into his. T- All right. You guys should be careful what you say. Really. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. <laughs> um, so re- really, that's it's got to be another reason. Though. Fifteen years, you've all, you have you know you work and stuff, stuff and family. Yeah, yeah, stuff, that's but, cool. Uh, that's cool. I come here, watch you guys, and idolize what you do, and it takes such tremendous courage to get up and. 
create in this way. And I don't know why. I've just been in my head. And I just said, one day I'm just going to get up there and do it. I and love it. Fail and today was today, a fucking today day. Was the day. Love it. At the comedy store. Oh, welcome to the club, bro. It. That's awesome. Thank you. Dude, how yeah. great is that? that it's, it's amazing. So I love that. What's, uh, what's your life like? Do you have a girlfriend? you have a wife? Were you married? Both. Normally, when you want to do stand-up for 15 years and you don't get to it, normally that's part of the problem. I've got a girlfriend, and uh, I'm doing film and stuff. I'm lucky to be creating right now for a living, mostly. And uh, this is the part that I've been waiting my long time to do. You're from New York? From New York, yeah. What part? Uh, Upper West Side of Manhattan. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So you got money? No. No. (laughs) (laughs) How long have you been in L.A.? Uh, I came out here in like 96. I knew Sam Tripoli back in the day, back at mm-hmm. the uh, Standard. Mm-hmm. He used to oh, always wow. be working on his, come on up, come do it. Yeah, I'll do it, I'll do it. Years ago. And right. I used to jump seeing him kill and he's a great guy. And, uh, Trips is the best. Yeah, he's great. He's a great yeah. guy. So I've been here since about 96. That's awesome. Tripoli, man. I was, uh, my kid had a polo tournament in La Jolla and a couple weeks ago, popped in, did a guest spot in La Jolla. Nice. And I hadn't seen uh, Tripoli. I love he's like a best. brother. <laughs> yeah, he's the and best. he I smoked a joint after I and I watched him. And he was fucking brilliant. It's I haven't seen him headline in so long. He was yeah. brilliant. Yeah, uh, he's a I good parted. dude. Too. Oh he yeah, is, yep. I was thinking about but this so just funny. the other day. So funny, so bro. funny. He's because one of the guys. I was deal. thinking about. We started it. together, and you have the coconut teaser and shit, and it's just like you know. It was just great to watch. Sam Tripoli, I'll say this because I thought about Trips. this to myself and I haven't gotten to share it with anybody and now's a perfect time. Is Sam Tripoli is so amazing. It hit me the other day that you know how some comics are so entertaining for 10 minutes? Yeah. And then you have some comics that, you know, are so entertaining for a half hour. Right. Perfect example is like a Steve Simone here who's just getting cooking at five minutes. So like... If yeah. I were to watch you do a five-minute set, that'd be great, and I'd love it. But I know you, so I know with your style, you're just you're getting better as the time goes on. Thank you. That's exactly how a Tripoli is. Like a Tripoli, I could watch do an hour. Whereas if you uh, yeah. if there's a guy that's maybe just firing off just one joke after the other and changing topics a lot, like it gets uh, hard to watch somebody do a long set. I agree. But Tripoli, just the time just. Well, he flies. talks in punchlines. I mean, he yeah. just fucking. He's funny Everything about him's funny. There's yeah. certain people that can stay in the pocket on a subject for a while. Great with the, the crowd too. Fucking with the crowd. The yeah. whole bit was great. He's great. Yeah. So besides sucking, what else could you guys say that I could do? You, well, I got the balls now. Definitely, de- definitely like he said, don't yeah. don't act it out. Try to write out the idea. Yeah. Like maybe, because you can talk about, like, yeah, imagine, you know, black, back in black, and, you know, or yeah. and there's, a, <laughs> there's a way to probably write out. But maybe even just start off with, do you have any other material that you've, you wrote? Yeah. Maybe start off about whatever happened to you as a kid first. Okay. And, uh, build off from that because, like, like, yeah, Michael Jackson would be a perfect segue into. You know, <laughs> you, you get your ass licked by <laughs> <laughs> Bobo. <or whatever. laughs> All right, thank you guys. They appreciate Zach, you're the man. Tegan, I love it. it. Not another 15 years, bro. Don't stop. Trip will take you out on the fucking road. Now you got to go up every night or else you're going to lose it all. Yeah, go up a lot. Keep doing it. Go to Sal's Comedy Hole. That's a good place that, I don't know if they still do open mic to start off, you know, just to get used to the actual microphone and stand not too much of the crowd. Right. But uh, that, I mean, I used to do Sal's for a good year straight every single day. 
and it wasn't to to actually have an audience listen to me. It was just getting used to the microphone and 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 saying it out Every loud. Every single shitty open mic you can find, you should yeah. be doing now. Everybody. Oh yeah, for sure. Was. Yeah, or just stick to film and make some real fucking money in this town. <laughs> yeah, and don't be miserable. But anyway, Zach is Z Tegan on Twitter. Z T I E G N. So. Give him a shout out. He just ow ow Zach work, rock buddy. and roll. Love it. It's like smoking pot with a guy who never smoked pot before. He yeah. loved to do that. It was brilliant. Right and funny man. Love it. Definitely. Um, so that leads me to a question I always ask my guests that come on this show, which is the first time when you started stand up comedy. Is there anything that you remember that you did that you completely regret? Like you can't believe that you talked about that or did that in your first set or first month or whatever. Talked about well when I started, like I remember in school we used to get stoned and watch Life Goes On. So I had like uh-huh. ten minutes of retard jokes, which you can't fucking <laughs> do now, and a whole like medley on fucking Corky. So it was flying then. Now like comedy's changed so fucking much. So I mean now I like you know do a sporadic fucking retard joke now and again. But you I mean just I never up. you're never supposed to make uh you know. You just gotta do your shit. I don't know. I mean, but you opened up guns ablaze, and there was a built-up fire. Well, I inside remember. You that had I mean, to now that you're about. saying that, like starting out, I always had a few jokes to go to, but I loved what these guys are doing, starting and shit, because then you really watch. I mean, I haven't sat down and watched fucking open micers in a long time. Right. But I love it. I yeah. love it. So that's when that's the best part of it. But I remember watching buddies bomb so fucking hard. <laughs> do you remember Don Boland? Uh uh-uh. uh Don Boland used to and. When he started, he used to bomb. He was, you know, comes to a regular worked here and shit, but he used to bomb so fucking hard. You know, when you're on stage in the OR, the back corner there, he used to just get off stage and just put his head in the fucking back, like, oh. <laughs> and you could feel the fucking pain of him going through that shit. But, you know, then you just keep getting, you know, you get back up tomorrow night, bro, and you fucking do it again. That's the whole point. That's it. Got to keep the streak alive. Steve, how about you when you started? <laughs> so much embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> like it meant so much to me too when I because I grew up watching comedy and I always admired it, mm-hmm. and I would go see comedians perform. So <laughs> part of my secret weapon was like I had seen Dice in concert when I was in high school. So no matter <laughs> I had a comedy outfit, <laughs> I would wear a Dice T-shirt for good luck, and then I'd wear a Hawaiian shirt over it because I wanted everybody to know I liked the party. So <laughs> I was like, I was like, I was like, I'm going to be the party comedian. And then this is the worst bit ever for so many reasons. <laughs> this was my closer, no lie. Okay, about how comedy influences you, and I must had, must have seen Howie Mandel as a little kid tell a story about smearing a candy bar on his hand and telling somebody, reaching under the stall and saying, we're out of toilet paper over here. That must have influenced me because I do remember in seventh grade, I did. I had a teacher, Mrs. Chandler, <laughs> who tortured me because I was stinky at math. So what I did for laughs is I, I must have remembered the Howie Mandel thing, and this was le- so legendary that 10 years later, my buddy's little brother asked me if it was true because it got passed down generation to generation, <laughs> that I came out of the bathroom at a middle school dance with a smeared Snickers bar all, all over my hands, and I went, Mrs. Chandler, they're out of <laughs> toilet paper in the bathroom, and then I ate it. And she was like, ah! And then I was like, Panama! <laughs> 
out like I was the king. So, um, so it got passed down generation. And then that was my closer when I did stand-up comedy. I was like, oh, you don't think I know how to party? <laughs> Seventh grade, Mrs. Chandler. Sa- same Hawaiian shirt. And then I would close with eating the candy bar off my hand. And I was like, you'll see me on HBO next week. Wow. Yeah, that's, that's one of the story. greatest ever. That's the dice t-shirt under. I had to have my uniform. I on. love that you had the dice under the Hawaiian Does he know shirt. all this Hawaiian shit? Shirt. You told oh, him. Yeah. Of course, that's cool. That's cool. That's adorable that you used to wear my <laughs> shirt, Stevie. For a goof. <laughs> yeah. That's Tony, awesome. Tony, the um, I don't know if this ever happened to you, but one the reason why I fucking stand one of the reasons why stand up is so tough is like because if you're not on stage, I mean, just being on stage is difficult, and then trying to do jokes, the combination of the two. Once I was doing an open mic, it was a year in or whatever, a few months I don't remember. The thing, this fucking thing fell out. Right. It's probably happened to a lot of comics, and I f- froze. And the dude from the back is like, "Put it back in." So he had to tell me. So that was one thing I just remember when Steve That's was That's amazing. Yeah, How long so do you think you were standing there quiet? Uh, it was a f- it was I don't know, a few seconds. It seemed like a fucking long time, like but I had no though, idea. Right? I'm like, "Okay, what do I do now?" He's like, "Put put the bu-. it was a black dude. He's like, "Put the back put it back in." I'll never forget it. Wow. Okay, good. So That's amazing. So the, your moonwalk was brilliant compared to that fucking bullshit, bro. I I had that happen to me a couple times when I was starting out with a thing would fall out because you don't know what's holding it in. You don't know the structure mm-hmm. of it. And the worst yeah. was, I remember a couple sets, that falling out was the biggest laugh that happened during <laughs> my <laughs> set. Like people yeah. just, because they, they are, you're already two minutes in and they hate you, so that happens and they have all this pent up energy and they're just like, <laughs> it's just like, oh, that's what it sounds like if they were to laugh at my jokes. It's like when a waitress drops a glass at a restaurant. They're just looking for you to laugh at you. Yeah, It's fucked Failure. up. It's a tension release. Dude, one of the uh, things that I had to learn as a comedian was that you need different energy for different environments that you can't just come out high energy and I remember uh, (laughs) showcasing for Mitzi once like it took me years to get past here like eight years uh, to become a regular at this club because for whatever reason like whenever Mitzi would be in the room I'd get in my head and get nervous and it meant too much to me and I remember at the time I didn't have any really material at all I would just go out because I realized the candy bar was probably a bad idea, so now right. I got nothing. And uh, <laughs> so I would just go out and just like bring the bring the energy, bro. And I would come out like I was an '80s heavy metal singer. <laughs> so regardless of the, because I was used to like back in Philly when I was doing stuff there, I did a couple shows. I'd come out, and because I thought the '80s heavy metal was so funny, where I'd come out and I'd go, "Let me see your cigarette lighters, <laughs> right? <laughs> Who wants to party tonight?" And people are like, "Look at this idiot!" Laugh. <laughs> right. So I have to showcase for Mitzi, bro. There's like three people in the room and just her in the back of the room. And the way it used to work was if she liked you, she would circle your name. If she didn't like you, she would scratch your name off the list. So there's probably seven people, and I'm like, we're not going to do showcases for seven. There's no crowd. How are we going to perform? There's no crowd. And they're like, she's coming in. They're doing this, right? And I'm like, oh, shit. So then I gave myself the worst advice ever, and it was just, do what you do. And I was like, <laughs> fuck yes. <laughs> So I walk out on stage, Hawaiian shirt, and I go, let me see your cigarette lighters. It was so quiet in the room. I literally heard her scratching my name off the list. I literally heard. (laughs) (laughs) And 
I had three more minutes to know. I did, none of my dreams were coming true. It was, it was the worst. That is awesome. It was so bad. It was great. When did you take off the shirt and, became, and become more you? Uh, here. After years After, upon years. Yeah, yeah just going on. Because right, now just go out there and talk. your sets are usually very, very uh, you. Like, like it's been like oh, I almost cried once watching, <laughs> like watching you at one Thanks, point. Man. I think it was a Thunder Pussy or something like that. But you're very, you almost have a vulnerability to yourself on stage now. It I just try like. to be not honest. Yeah. You know? And I had bombed so bad for, I, very early on, I, was, I had a gig in Vegas. Uh, MCing and it was like a thousand dollars and I'm in Vegas and I'm like this is awesome this is gonna be easy I'm a year in the comedy and this is happening and I bombed every fucking show so bad where I must have that vulnerable thing because people were giving me advice afterwards that's when you know it was really <laughs> like no lie this lady was like maybe you could work with a puppet they were always funny like no shit that's all real she was like do you know how to play guitar I was like no she's like well that's not gonna work <laughs> like she felt this so bad. This was an audience member? Yeah. <laughs> she just felt so bad for me. So then I remember coming back to L.A. And I went, my life sucks. I'm sacrificing all the happiness in my life for this three minutes on stage. And I went, you know what? I'm just going to go have fun for that three minutes. And I never tried to do a joke for years. And I would just go out on stage and talk and have fun That's talking. so important that you're telling a lot of comics that because, I mean, I think that's the... That's what happens in most comics. Freddie Soto, when I One started, of my favorites when I started, I don't know if you know Freddie Soto, some young comics, but rest in peace. Legend, Great comic. I monster. I watched him have zero fucking material. He used to get up like you, talk. Yeah. What's up? Nothing. Tank, flatline, and then over time, he became a fucking monster. monster yeah. I've seen a lot of comics do that. Just get up, door guy, talk, nothing. Talk, touch the moment, man. Nothing. And then it comes, you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. it's very important <laughs> to fucking I love it. for people to know that, that it's fucking possible. Who knows? The next thing we pull out could be the next big comic. <laughs> <laughs> Put your hands together for Joe Carl, everybody. Ow! 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 Oh, wow. Joe Carl. Go, What's going on, guys? What's up, buddy? Jay Z in, te- uh, in the news. Um, <laughs> uh, Jay Z's in the news. Uh, Solange, Solange kicking his ass. Um, you know, I'm hearing a lot of people being like, oh, now he's got 100 problems. I'm like, take it easy. Jay Z hasn't had 50 problems in the past 10 years. I mean, let's be honest. Like, when you're on that level of wealth, you don't have that many problems. Like, he owns an NBA team. It's not like some private recording is going to be able to take that away from him. Black guy gets it. (laughs) 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 Donald Silvertongue. Sterling Silvertongue. Uh, um, But yeah, can I just say I love your shirt? I was going to do a bit about this shirt. Nice, bro. Uh, but then, like, I was going to have to Tell explain it. <laughs> <coughs> All right, Joe. All right. What I love the most about that set is that you said <laughs> the black guy gets it, but, the, but it was the, one of the whitest people I know, Scott Kidd, that was laughing at that joke. There he is, everybody. <laughs> that's, that, that's his big white hand waving in the... Uh, um, I would never start off with 
So Jay-Z's in the news, unless you have a job like The Daily Show or something like that. It or felt something. like a monologue, <laughs> Yeah, I right? felt like you were Johnny doing a Carson. monologue. Yeah. So Jay-Z's Jay-Z. in the news. <laughs> yeah, you just got to find a different way in. And as far as the joke, you sort of have something, but he didn't do anything enough to lose his team. You know what I mean? And it's sort of like a real thinker. And you just want to be able to hit it on the head. You, you, if for something like that, you're really going to have to... It's super topical. It's a double topical joke, so they have to know about that Jay-Z thing. They have to know that it's an elevator footage for the recording thing to work, and they're also going to have to know about the Sterling thing. So you're you're working on a joke that has, in my opinion, about a two-week shelf life anyway, you know? Yeah, which um, could be a good exercise. Right, totally. It's a great exercise. Great to write those jokes all day. Um, but as far as, you know, Just don't perform them. Right, yeah. Unless you're doing a monologue, sort of like what Brian's saying, like un- unless you're, unless you're in a position to perform those, it's sort of just. I mean, well, plus like ninety-nine problems. I mean, how many fucking jokes? There's one more problem, less problem. I mean, anytime you hear anything, any comic doing anything fucking close to it, don't do it. Drop it. Even though your way in was to be the flip on that when we hear it it's like were we supposed to laugh at that was that an attempt like we it's sort of like you know i could see what you were saying by the hundred problems doesn't have 50 with the money but if you're going to do the joke about that and then i guess the lesson here is just to get right into the meat and potatoes of it if you were going to do it and try to sell it you would just want to get right into Jay-Z got beat up in an elevator, and the security footage captured it. He owns a basketball team, and then find a new way in. But you'd really have to spell it out. So it's rough. How long have you been doing stand-up? Well, I, I, I did it for almost a year in 2010 when I first moved out here. and then uh, You've been back in it for two or three months. What's that? You've been back into it for two or three months? Two weeks. Wow. Two weeks, right. Yeah. So it's like starting out. That's, you're yeah. brand new. Yeah. yeah. You're starting over again. Yeah. Can you moon dance for us? I, I can't. I actually <laughs> moon dance. I I like moon dance. Pop pop Are the kids moon dancing <laughs> these days? That's uh. <laughs> I saw it on the tweeter. <laughs> <laughs> Moonwalk. Uh, what made you stop after doing it for a year in 2010? Well, I actually, it's funny. Like I started in 2010 when I first moved out here. I used to come visit all the time, and I would. I was like 17, 18, sneaking in here to like watch all the time. And then I moved out here and then uh, I did it full time. Like you were working here. I remember that. Like yeah. my first time on stage downstairs was, I think you were, you were hosting and it, was, <laughs> it went really well. And like, did I make I, fun of you afterwards? No, no. It actually went well enough to where you didn't have to make fun of me. Wow. And like, were you surprised? Yes. I was very surprised. Yeah. And it like, uh, I like went full force for a year. Like, I was uh, Maximini kind of took me in. I was like working with him a lot, and then uh, my my dad died in uh. two thousand in two thousand eleven. I just stopped for a little while. Like I wasn't gonna stop full time, but uh, I just never. I, this whole time I've been working. I was a PA when I first moved out here, and mm-hmm. then I kind of like moved my way up to a point where like I was working full time. I didn't have time to get back in there. That was yeah. my excuse. But like now I'm just like, no, you have to make time. So you're doing it. How often are you getting up now? Right now, I, I like force myself to do Mondays and Tuesdays. That's that's all I have time for right now. But partner wow. up with that guy. Yeah. Find some. Yeah. Find a buddy here. 
and like have a like a workout buddy. Like it's instead of coming to the gym, you go do open mics. It's amazing advice that, that I don't even think I've ever mentioned or anybody's ever mentioned on this show before. But it is so important to find somebody who you can sort of just roll around with to keep you sane when you're fighting the same battle as somebody else. Just fuck it, one of the open mic or comic girls. That's what I used to do, and then you know <laughs> I just used her for a year, and then I. It's a great, great idea. Seriously, uh, I think you did that, awesome. Well, no, not at all. <laughs> not in any way, shape, or form. I'm, but, uh, uh, I'm that, sorry to that's hear... That's the opposite of what you want to do, by the way. You don't want to hook up with a <laughs> comedian How female. How many assholes did you like to get, get started? <laughs> no, I mean, I You're actually... I did. When I, when I started off, I, I immediately... Because you, you start... It's the people that are in the same... Uh, level of view at stand-up, you start seeing at every single club. So you'd go from one open mic to another open mic. And then there was like a group, there, there's girls also, so I just started dating one of them. And it made it so much easier for me because then she would watch my set, I would watch her set, give tips, and, you know, kind of write together oh, and yeah. stuff. And give it her was, tips, I mean, it give was, her the whole thing. Uh, <laughs> and it was really hard because she sucked really bad and I had to act like she was great. <laughs> That is definitely one of the worst parts of dating so a female rape a comedian. Funny comic Sorry, ladies, but uh, you guys, egos he, are out of control. Tony, he brings up a good point for comics as well. I'm sorry to hear about your father passing. That fucking blows. But it's like it, you're not, if you're not feeling funny, if something fucked up happens, it's very difficult to write fucking jokes. So yeah. Well, yeah, and the thing is, and if it happens to anyone else, it's fu- like I feel like I took some time off. And, like, I was only going to take, like, a month or two off. And, like, I was fine after that. Like, I should have came back, but it's so hard to come back. Like, if you if you take some time off and you get back in your, like, daily life, it's yeah. hard to just, like, put aside time to, like, go do. Yeah, and it could be an escape know? for you comedy. Exactly. Yeah, it, becomes, sure. it becomes an excuse, you know. Cool, man. Well, the one thing that you bring up, I used to have well, to take Well, I hope your mom breaks. dies. Oh, Jesus. I'm fucking with you. Uh, I used to have to take breaks from comedy because it can be so emotionally overwhelming. It's such a type <laughs> thing. Like I would give up drinking or I'd give up comedy. I'd give up drinking and I'd give up comedy. But then you start to build up a momentum where I'd be afraid to take a break from comedy because it's like getting in the shape. Right, yeah. So now the most difficult part's now getting back in the shape. And as soon as you get in the shape, don't fuck, don't stop. Yeah. Just at least right. once a week. Even when I would quit comedy to work on writing, what, at least one night a week. So you're always loose. You're always in the moment. You're ready to go. I totally agree with that. Yeah, there's nothing more difficult than fucking stand-up that I've ever done. It's a very difficult thing, so you got to keep doing it. But. Yeah, I don't believe in breaks at all. Um, I, I mean, I just can't get myself to take one because I just love it. So, you know, I mean, if you get it there to where you love it that much to where it's not even like you're doing a thing and it doesn't – if that's your escape from everything else, then you're killing two birds with one stone because then you have a hobby and you're working at your job. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I, I took two weeks off and I, that was, it was like starting over. Like yeah. I, I lost my stage presence. I like I felt nerve. My, my voice was cracky. Like I was like, uh-huh. that'll never go away. Crazy. And you could do it five years, 10 years. If you're not on stage, forget about it. So, mm-hmm. well, there you go. He's Joe Carl, everybody. Good love it, Joe. Guys. Great. Welcome man. back. Yeah. Joe A. Busaker. Yeah. Nobody's going to follow you on Twitter. dude. It's actually the <laughs> Joe Carl. What is it? It's actually the Joe Carl. I don't that was my old one. You have two Twitter handles. Yeah. Wow. Good work. <laughs> so what's the what's the one you, you would want people to know about? The Joe Carl. He's the Joe Carl, everybody. There he goes. Thanks, Joe. That was great, man. Everyone's so nice, Tony. Yeah, great. I love it. Yeah, yeah, this is great. There's a battery in here. <laughs> 
Just a little fun fact, a little behind the scenes of Kill Patri- Tony. Iron Patriot took a little poopy in that bucket. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> he did. <laughs> Put your hands together for Tyler Mesnarik, everybody. Ow! Ow! Yeah. Thank you, everybody. Love uh, it. Thank you. I'll tell you guys, uh, I've been to a Canadian strip club. Uh, first thing about Canadian strip club, no dollar bills because Canadians use coins. One dollar and two dollar coins called loony and toonies. Uh, which makes sense because the number one cause of death in Canada is uh, an anvil falling on your head. So, it makes sense. <laughs> it makes sense. so I'm at the strip club. And this is what they do. This is what they do. They, they have the strippers. They, 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 they kneel down and they, uh, they lick the coins. They put them on their nipples. Everyone lines up and like tosses to like get them off. And I was like, yeah, I'm down for this. You know, it's like counting like skee-ball. Let's do this. How many points for the butthole? Let's figure it out. <laughs> so I'm in line, getting all excited. And the guys in front of the line, the Canadians, are just fucking hucking these coins as hard as they can. This is crazy. And I immediately realized, like, wow, no wonder Canadians are so nice. They're taking out all their aggression on their strippers. <laughs> That's how they got it figured out. That's it. Thank you. That's great. Fuck great. yeah. Ow, ow. And that's true. A uh, st- strippers have these poles that that, that they uh, have magnets or something on the bottom, and they yeah. uh, they collect them <laughs> using this really? stick. So after they get off stage, they have to spend like 20 minutes just getting all the coins <laughs> using this stick. It's like the saddest thing ever. Really? <laughs> yeah. It really is. Wow. <laughs> Jesus. That's Can- great. Canadian though. strip clubs. Uh, yeah. Are you from Canada? Uh, Montana. Oh, that's uh, basically which the is same close. thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, wow. Did you take part in it? Did you throw any loonies or toonies? I just tossed them like a nice person. Right. Uh, so you were being nicer than the Canadians. Yeah. Well, like, uh, you know, I'm not a big strip club guy, but I don't need to, like, make them feel shittier about their terrible job. <laughs> right. By leaving them coin bruises all over their body. Oh, God. Yeah. They were really pelting them at They her, were huh? throwing them really hard. Yeah. Yeah. Jesus Christ. I remember that. Those wacky Canadians. Yeah. Uh, did she have a stick, a magnet stick like uh, <laughs> Brian's? Oh, yeah, yeah, they all have that. Really? Yeah, yeah. So they just walk around and sweep it up, and they get then the coins get stuck to the stick? Yeah. There's probably like a magnet company that just sells them to strippers yeah. or something. Uh, Stripper strip magnets. Oh, God, imagine that shady business. Yeah. <laughs> imagine that job. Can you imagine the smell of that magnet. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dirty, sweaty hands and then stripper sweat and glitter. There's probably glitter on the pole, too. Yeah. Normally, uh, if I see a Canadian chick with a stick, uh, it's usually an ugly stick. Um, oh. <laughs> I wonder how many girls like have chipped teeth, though, from that, because that has to happen. Yeah. Just, you know, like chipped teeth. Uh, well, they just could just blame it on hockey or something. Right. It'll be all right. Right. Yeah. That's good. Um, you should I'm think surprised I'm they use a magnet stick and not like a, a Swiffer with maple syrup on it like a real Canadian <laughs> would do. You know what I mean? Just let the maple syrup fucking stick it. Trying to trying to help you out, buddy. I'm not really coming up with anything there, great there, right there, now. There's probably there's probably more to it. Also, like private dances and there's probably you could go into the whole thing. You know, what? of Canadian strip clubs. I I like this is the first time I actually performed that, so I wasn't sure how long it was gonna bit. be. Um, but I was just thinking, like, that whole, like, meeting a nice Canadian, like, you step on his shoe, and he's like, oh, no, no problem. And the whole time, he's just, like, 
in his pocket, just fingering his coins. Like, <laughs> I'm not wasting it on you, buddy. That's Hysterical. Yeah. I love that. What would a uh, what would a uh, the champagne room of a Canadian strip club be like? Like a penalty box in a hockey arena <laughs> yeah. or something? Some kind of super polite. Are the Canadian strippers polite, even though they're taking a beating? Um, I didn't really talk to them. Really? <laughs> yeah. Not really. The kind uh, of, that's my favorite thing to do with strippers. They're like, you want to get a dance? I'm like, will you just talk with me for a few minutes? Uh, <laughs> uh, I, I do that every time I'm at a strip club. I'm the talker. I'm the, 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 the oh, I feel bad for her type person. Uh, <laughs> I'm the opposite. I want to, I want to, I want to get, str- I just go, tell me about the, tell me about the touchings. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> and then they start crying and I just start smiling like this. It's my human fuel meter goes up because I love people that are down in the dumps, you know what I mean? Stealing their souls. It just makes me feel good about myself when somebody's just at bottom. Anyway, uh, Tyler. Um, are you a uh, Republican uh, from Montana, like conservative? No. Uh, probably more liberal. Liberal. But I probably grew up conservative, though. Your parents and stuff like that? Yeah, yeah very. Right. Fox News, everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Montana's a crazy place, man. It's it, there's good spots in it, you know. It's beautiful, right? Yeah, yeah, it's great. Cool. Well, you're really funny. Great it's bits. Great. Yeah. Great Thank bits. You. Thank great. you. And that's how you can make the bit personal. I grew up in Montana, which is close to Canada, and then mm-hmm. boom, Canadians aren't as nice as you think they are. Because mm-hmm. that's ultimately your the premise behind that bit, yeah, right? Yeah. That's what I sort of felt. Yeah. Like Canadians aren't as nice as you think they are, and then you could add those tags, and you've been thinking about. They made the most depressing place on earth even more depressing than with yeah. the stick. Jesus. Right. I mean, that's, that's just that's just embarrassing. Get your stick and get off the stage. You know. <laughs> it's just it so reminds sad. me of that old Rogan bit where he was like, "Somebody told me I could see a pussy for a dollar. I don't know this. Twenty one. nickels. <laughs> remember that bit? He would do twenty nickels, and then I'm just imagining. Isn't it weird when you say somebody? You remember saying they're like, "No, it's like yeah. fucking somewhere." <laughs> that was a good bit. I know the bit you're talking about. Great bit. Um, he doesn't remember either. Fuck yeah. No. Tyler, what do you keep in the pockets on the front of your shirt? They're empty. Really? Okay. Uh, you uh, just said you have tits, bro, is what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> right. It looked like there was something in there, but now that you mention it, yeah, I guess it's just... Sorry. Fuck it's a new bit. Mon- Go Monta- ahead. Yeah, Montana yeah. pecs. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much, Tyler. That's good Tyler. Right, Tyler. Great there he is. Good stuff. That's These are all great comics. They're all funny. Dude, I thought he was going to be funny the way he walked up. Yeah. Mesnarik is M-E-Z-N-A-R-I-C-H. That's Tyler Mesnarik on Twitter. We've made it to the part of our show where we get our two regulars up here. Uh, since the inception of the show, we've had two women that have always come up with a new minute each week. We watch them grow. We watch them get bigger and better each week. This week's no different. So put your hands together for your first comedian. She is a regular on Dysentery and Kill Tony. Super funny young lady. Put your hands together for the wacky and goofy and always weird and fun. Sarah Weinshank, everybody. Right, Sarah. She laughs, dances so much. Peter when the stripper is crying. I didn't say anything yet. I did something so weird the other day, guys. I got my scrambled eggs to go. I got a to-go box for my scrambled eggs because I could not eat them in one sitting. I didn't realize it was weird until I got these eggs home. Take that call. <laughs> I didn't realize it was weird till I got these eggs home and I tried to reheat them in the microwave. But this is the thing, guys. You can't give life to something that was never born. 
you can't, you can't try to reheat and put life into something that was never born. <laughs> and I tried. All right. <laughs> Am I short? Okay. Are you done? Perfect. Scrambled eggs, everybody, by Sarah Weinshank. So Ow! maybe I'm, you got them from McDonald's or something? What'd you say? You got them from a just a. Just I got them from Swingers, actually. You got it to go. You got breakfast to go. I ate it, but I didn't finish it all. And then I said, I'm going to take this shit to gotcha. go. And then okay. I thought that that was like a cool thing until I got them home. And then what'd you do? And then I put them in the microwave, and then I was like, this is so weird. Right. Did you <laughs> Not okay. Like, yeah. what is wrong with me? Right. So then I realized that, like, it, it wasn't It's a great porn. joke. Great joke. Just get to it quicker. Okay. Eliminate all the other bullshit. Really funny. Super funny. Yeah, I like that style of taking an uh, a personal story and making a larger obs observation about life in general. Because you were like, this was my experience and this how it relates to the overall universal experience. Mm -hmm. I like that style of comedy. Totally. Yeah, the, you can't give life to that which, you know, was never born. I was almost thinking, like, if you used a different egg, like a sunny side up, yeah, and then when you microwave, it makes it scrambled eggs also or something. Well, that's you know I mean? good. You know what I mean? I like, like, like that, yeah. Like you can't reheat sunny side up because it just turns it into scrambled or something. I don't know. Yeah, Microwaving no. eggs is just strange, right? Yeah, that's like yeah. I could have made eggs in that time. Yeah. That's what I was going to say in that uh, joke, but then yeah. I didn't know how much time that's I had I left because yeah. I didn't get to it fast enough. Yeah, I think that's a great approach to take. Should've, is I should have squeezed it eggs. In when you go out, like, you make that yourself. Yeah. Right. 30 cents. Exactly. Instead of $9 at Swingers. Right. Like, I should have just, yeah. Eggs is a very strange thing <laughs> to get in the first place from Swingers. Yeah. I always get eggs. Really? Yeah, protein. Oh, protein. Hey, guys, I like That's to get eggs when I go out to eat. <laughs> <laughs> just get some quinoa. Yeah. Oh, sir, do you mean quinoa? <laughs> <laughs> That's how yeah. girls say it. Quinoa. Or how people that say it properly say it. Quinoa. 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 Ah, delicious. No, but that is true. I mean, it is it is healthier than eggs. But vegan. But Go vegan. Just drop the fucking bit altogether. <laughs> <laughs> right? T, you're there. Hey. That's a great tag at the I'm end. I'm anti-eggs for sure. Something's something not really? right about them. Oh, yet. yeah. Eggs are the devil. Why? It's disgusting. I've never liked the flavor of it. They, oh. they, they actually, um, it, depending on what sauce you put on it, then, I mean, it would take the flavor of that sauce. But the actual flavor of plain egg, <laughs> you ever just have egg oh, with it. no I salt and pepper? I eat egg all day. I like, bet. Like, yeah, I fucking love egg. Any kind of egg. Girl egg, chicken egg, uh -huh. whatever egg. Oh, <laughs> I see what you did there. I see what you did there. You put the girl egg thing in. No, but, but <laughs> I, I actually like hard-boiled eggs, and I don't put salt or anything. I just eat that Ew. shit like an apple. Good like protein. Fucking, that's yeah. so gross. Good sort good really? of protein. My kid eats them. I can't, for the protein, too, but I, I just, it's gnarly. Yeah, no, uh. kids are really into hard-boiled eggs. That's yeah. like a thing. You like crack yeah. on My head. wife's a vegan, too, but she makes him eat that. Oh, and he's cool. a vegetarian, but for the protein, <laughs> but 
It's fucking gross. Yeah, I've never been into eggs. I guess I liked uh, I liked uh, huevos rancheros <laughs> for a while when I first moved what? here because you, you, I mean, just salsa and beans and a fajita, and then there's the egg. But I, even then, I mean, looking back at it, it was Go just rubs. really the yolk <laughs> part that was all right, and it was just the salsa and beans that right. you taste anyway. And then you microwave that, and it's even more gross. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right. Call that. It's a great bit, though. Really super funny observation. Yeah. Yeah. It's Great true. job. Another Good new work. minute for Sarah Weinshank. Love that. Love that. And last week, uh, you, you, got, you got thrown off pretty fast. We didn't get to comment oh yeah, on last right. week. Do you, uh, what, what were your jokes last week? Do you even remember? Was it about? I don't even remember. Oh, you don't even well, remember. Oh, sucked bed. ass last week. <laughs> it was about um, how some married couples stay together because it's easier to put the sheets on and the comforter cover on together. <laughs> like in a relationship. You said yeah. that last week? Yeah, but I didn't say it as funny then. Yeah. Like I think it was funnier. It's just amazing now. when you just get to the point get and try to not stretch it out for a minute. Like it's like you just got right to the point with it. That's why. Yeah. There is something so sad about trying to put sheets on by yourself. Yeah, the like that the other fourth side pops up. That yeah, fourth sad part. corner <laughs> when you have the other three corners on, you're just on the bed like <laughs> moving it across. So <laughs> that's the that's <laughs> maximum loneliness <laughs> right there when you reach that point. Or, or going to IKEA uh, by yourself and you can't have somebody wait in your car while you drive. You know what I mean? Or yeah, in the loading area. Yeah, loading, you just have to kind of like throw your shit out and run to your car real fast. <laughs> <laughs> while the thing's rolling towards yeah. you, you just push the cart. And yeah, sad. and then you get home and you have like this huge box you can't get out of your car. Yeah. You have to ask your lonely neighbor to help you. He's like, I'm in the middle of putting my sheets on. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, what I did is, uh, this happened to me, that's why I say it, is I just opened the box and one by one, I had to take one piece into the house, but one uh, by one. Like, so sad. Oh, that is yeah. sad. <laughs> <laughs> wow. It's like sitting in front of a birthday cake with one candle. Yeah. Happy birthday <laughs> to <laughs> me. You know, Everybody. <laughs> <laughs> it's so lonely. Hey, have you ever gone to a restaurant by yourself and told them, the hostess that's your birthday. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> oh my god. <laughs> that's like some self-deprecating. <laughs> just hit. Oh, never mind. <laughs> and then they they ask to see your Oh, okay. All we need to do is see your ID to confirm. <laughs> oh, uh, forget it. Um, it's not my birthday. <laughs> That'd be awkward. Sarah, thank you so thank much. You're amazing. Work, Another Thanks, new Sarah. goofy minute. Good work. She now has. I could tell you from knowing her so well and watching her so many times with the new minute, she probably has a solid 35 minutes on food at this point. (laughs) All different things, grains. Now we've got eggs (laughs) taken care of. Um, So let's keep this fun train moving along. Your final comedian of the night, and she is, uh, of course, a regular. She dropped out of college after her first time on stage was here on Kill Tony. Wow. Almost about to graduate, too. Like, she had one. Just about. Do you feel guilty about that? And she realized. She did the right thing. What do I need a degree for when I just found what I love to do? Put your hands together for It's Kimberly Congdon. Ow! Ow! How could I ever eat your ass when you treat your biggest fan like that? Guys, who needs a college degree when you're a fucking beast, right? (laughs) (laughs) Obviously, I dropped out. Look at me! I'm just kidding. (laughs) All right. Uh, Guys, no, I feel like I get up here and I don't tell you about myself enough. Um, I am half Puerto Rican, half deadbeat, which makes me a complete asshole. 
it's actually kind of a scary combination, you know, because um, I'm a little bit lonely and at the same time very, very fertile. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's like I won't even date Spanish guys just to stay away from, like, inbred. They might be related to me, all of them. Uh, it's been pretty... <laughs> yeah, because who wants to fuck their cousin, right? Not me. Unless I'm lonely. Uh, we've been doing some new stuff at work. They've been training me. They're teaching me how to do mail orders now, which is bullshit because I've been dating so long and I didn't know you could just order them. <laughs> awesome. Kimberly Congdon. Um, I don't get the half dead beat. Like, yeah. it sounds great, and you were fully committed. I loved your commitment on this minute this week. Like, you're, you're in it. You pulled a, uh, what was his name? Zach Teagan. And just fucking committed all the way. Yeah. I loved the lack of um, ums, you know. I tried so hard. I didn't say yeah. you know once. That's true. No, that you was, know, and only, I think, purpose. one I and a half even. ums, which is a huge breakthrough. Yeah. And it's great. And... Uh, it's my easier mom. to listen to. It just flows. Now, let's get to, you said half what? My deadbeat. mom's Puerto Rican. My dad's a deadbeat. So that's where I said I'm half Puerto Rican, half deadbeat, which makes right. me a complete oh, asshole. See, yeah. see, did you say that your parent, your dad was a deadbeat? Because uh -huh. you did. Because I, no, like, I was like, why are you a deadbeat? Like, yeah. I was trying to think of why yeah, you were okay. a deadbeat. So it's not clear enough. No, okay. right. And I don't think it necessarily needs to be, because what I think the magic is, something that I heard that I don't think I've heard before, is you as a Latino woman saying... That when you're lonely, it's like extra lonely because you know you have that. We're made to breed. Those, yeah, exactly. Love the and yeah, that's funny. I didn't, I didn't even get that. Right. Yeah, yeah it needs to be that. more clear. But you, 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 you have a great <laughs> premise. There. I thought you were just lonely because you were a deadbeat. Like I was so confused. No, no, I had no, no, no idea no, what was no. going on. And there. And I was saying it's a dangerous combination because I'm like sad because I don't have a dad, but I'm also very fertile. So to have a girl that's like kind of desperate and very fertile. That's that's what I was trying to get to. Is my mom's Puerto Rican and I have an absent father. Right. Say that. Right. I don't <laughs> think I don't think I, I, I think you might have two different jokes there. Yeah, there's oh. a lot in there. That's a ten yeah. minute set. Right. Well, you exactly. know, just doing the most. But what uh, there's a lot there with the Latino, like gaping hole type of. I <laughs> oh, I said I said gaping in front of Brian, guys. You know what that means. <laughs> Um, <laughs> no, there's a lot more that you can get into there. It's not just one line mentioning and something like that. It's it's bigger than that. So I I would I really work on that. Like it's got to be harder for a Latino woman to be lonely because you have more chemicals in you trying to get you to <laughs> make a baby. Like there's no question about that. That stereotype is completely Ew. true. Are you serious? Okay, You're yeah. the best. No, I saw it all the way from over here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> For those of you listening, the gaping hole, everybody. There's <laughs> cereal in it. Some woman's right. eating frosted Ew. flakes uh, out of this girl's bottle. <laughs> frosted flakes are nasty. <laughs> yeah. Um, and uh, that's great. Yeah. I think there's a lot there. Thank you. What do you guys think? Funny, I, you're Fine. at the gig with Tripoli. Yeah. Fucking, I popped in. You were you're great opening the show. You got tons you. of great jokes. You take a mean hit off a fucking joint. You're super <laughs> cool. You eat a fucking weed brownie you, I while did. you drink half of my beer. I love it. So she parties. <laughs> She's cool. She's sexy. She, you know, we you're were funny. in San Diego together. I know. Yeah. I think that everything you did, once you work it out and write it different and, and say it, like, you know, explain it a little different, I think that's 
great. Yeah. You, know, it, you have something really good there. And cool. it's almost like a topic sentence for – you could probably do a half-hour special just on those two things because yeah. it's mm -hmm. so personal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like maybe it's I don't know. You can compare it to other races. A Latino woman n not having sex is like a Latino woman being lonely is like a you know whatever. A coke addict with weed. Yeah, there's a lot about Spanish women. Like I feel like a lot of them uh, marry white men. That's like a big thing. Yeah. Uh, Asian women do that too, but yeah. that's because that's because they like that's a male order situation. I feel like a lot of the times. No, it's no? it's because they're attracted to power. Oh. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> um, <laughs> too soon for the uh, white power. White's <laughs> the number one race joke. Um, <laughs> I mean, come on, we are definitely in the lead. Uh, anyway, thank you so much, Kim. That thank was you. awesome. Kim's great. Love it. It's Princess Shank on Twitter and Kimberly Congdon on Twitter. So follow the lovely great ladies of Kill Tony. We I did a Kill Tony at the La Jolla Comedy Store before, and we're doing another one at Comic-Con in July. Oh, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. July 23rd and 24th, we're having Kill Tony, Thunder Pussy, and a comedy show. Three shows, two nights. Comic-Con 2014 at the American Comedy Co. Iron Patriot will be there. Iron Josh will be there, uh, even though he didn't even say anything. Yeah, whole episode. I agree, actually. Uh, I, I couldn't agree with you more. I think we're much better off with you just standing there. You know, that was the original idea for the Patriot. He was just supposed to be set decoration. Yeah. And uh, then, then one day we gave him a mic like a fucking asshole. Yeah. Why'd we do that? We changed everything. It was fun for 25 episodes, but then he blew it. Um, I'm in Indianapolis June 4th to the 7th. I'm in Vancouver after that with Joe Rogan. Uh, oh, shit. And uh, what do you guys got going on? Steve Simone? Um, headlining Bright Improv this Wednesday. Nice. Excited yeah. about that. And then I'm uh, back there the following week with Darren Carter. That's going to be fun. Cool. Yeah. Helium Comedy Club with Run Is Easy the first weekend in June. Yeah. Back in Philly. Steve wait, 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 wait. You're, you're, you're working with the party starter. It's, he's the greatest dude. He's so <laughs> nice. I know. Why don't you break out the Hawaiian shirt? I think I, I will. <laughs> I think I will. And I'll you close should. on the candy You should bar just bit. do it. You should just have fun with... Dude, I kept all those. And I'm like, you know what? It's, it's about it. time to crank them out Definitely. again. If I ever see you do that snicker bar thing, I'm gonna, my head will fucking explode. Explode. I, will, I will die on the spot. Rest in peace, Tony Hinchcliffe, if I ever see that. I'll have a fucking stroke. Jason Galern, you're on Twitter at Jason Galern. Steve, you're on Twitter at Steve Simone. Yeah, and have them check out my podcast, Good Times. Yes, that's yeah. all right. fun stuff. I can't wait to be on it sometime. Please, do you want to do it Absolutely. Okay. I'm so lonely. Just come by and hang out. Jason Galern. G-I-L-L-E-A-R-N. Bingo. Follow him on Twitter. So funny. Quick, lightning, fast, hard-hitting jokes. Joke, joke, joke. Then I go get stoned. Yeah. Great guy That's to get high life. with. One time I got high with you and you had half a panic attack in Santa Monica. That's nothing more fun than that. Was than your, that was with your brother. Yeah. My brother smokes blunts. He doesn't fuck around. That was the reason. It's like Amazing. Snoop Dogg. <laughs> Anyway, thank you guys so much for listening. We'll see you soon. Uh, check out DeathSquad.tv to see when you can find us around next. And TonyHinchcliffe.com. Live audience, guys, thank you so much for coming. Ow, Always ow. a pleasure. Thank, thank you, you so much. Thank you. Oh, yeah. Thank you, guys. Balls like hard-boiled eggs in a tube sock. Said her name was Bambi. And I said, well, that's a coincidence, darling. Because I was just thinking about skinning you like a deer. Well, she smiled. Had about as much teeth as a jack lantern 
And I went on to tell her how I would wear her face like a mask as I do my little kooky dance. And then she told me to shush. I guess she could sense my desperation. Of course, it's hard to hide a heart on when you're dressed like Minnie Pearl. Yes, the lap dance is so much better when the strip. 